Amen. Y'all may be seated. Glad y'all here. It's good to have everybody this morning. If you got your Bibles, I'll invite you to turn with me over to the book of Psalms. Over the book of Psalms. We are um, this morning going to look at what I have been doing with students last couple of weeks. If you were on the County High Kids, you've seen me do this uh, last couple of weeks. And I was always riding away this past Thursday. I was thinking to myself, where are they going to get this the rest of the week? Who, are the, who is going to be reminding them of this the rest of the week? And the Lord laid on my heart, it was just like, this is not just something for a group of students. This is for the, everybody. This is, a, this is a word that we all really need, y'all. This is one of those um, sort of challenges us to, to examine ourselves, to examine our lives, to examine those that are around us. In Psalm 1, in Psalm chapter 1, beginning in verse 1, it reads this. It says, how blessed or happy, how, how happy is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. It will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of waters, which yields its fruit and its season and its leaf does not wither and whatever and in whatever he does he prospers the wicked are not so but they are like chaff which the wind drives away therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sitters in the assembly of the righteous for the lord knows the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked will perish this morning, I, I'm just going to draw a little bit. I'm not an artist, and you'll see that. It's not complicated what you're going to see, but um, it's a, a question that each one of us seriously has to consider in our own walk, in our own life, in our own circles of influence. Every single one of us in this room as a group of people, we have, we have influence. We have people that you and I are around all the time. And, you know, we've all heard that, that check your circle type thing. I mean, here's us, all right? This represents us right here. And we need to check our circles. That means check the people that we have around us on a regular basis. Think about the people you run with. We're not talking about... We're not talking about, I mean, really, there's no limitations on what we are talking about. Weekends, throughout the week, the people that you and I interact with on a regular basis, maybe coworkers, maybe classmates, maybe folks all around you. But guys, here's the deal. That's that, that arrow there. And we don't think about this all the time. There's another line, and I'll go ahead and draw it up here. There's another line that for many, they think they're more on this line, but they're honestly not, because that line don't exist. Our lives, every one of us, are either pointing people to Christ, or they're pointing people away from Christ. We, here's us, 
with all these folks around us, our lives are pointing people either to Christ or away from Christ. And you know, this past Thursday, what I really focused in on and I thought hard about is how these people that are all around us, how they're affecting our lives, and are, are the people that we're running with, are they dragging us down or are they taking us upward? Are they leading us in the ways that we know are right? I mean, we know the, the Word of God is very clear how we as believers should act, how we as believers should think. We should know as we're to have the mind of Christ. The message of the cross is foolishness to people that are perishing. But if we're not careful and if we don't check our people around us, as the influence that the world has, the influence that people have around us is powerful. And for a Sunday morning like this, yes, but also the influence that you have is powerful. That brings in that middle line there. That middle line is that line that most folks think they walk on if they're not preaching or if they're not teaching a Sunday school class or, you know, on a mission trip or going out and giving canned goods to the hungry during Thanksgiving. They're, you know, most, for most people, they think their day is just sort of a ho-hum, just a, a non-effective, it's not really doing a whole lot. I, we're not really, it's just sort of making it through. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of going through my normal motions. I see the same old people. I, I hang out with the same old people. I'm just doing life. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just kind of doing life. And that's what most people think. But you know, that line don't exist. There's only two lines that exist. We're either taking folks toward Christ. We're taking them toward the truth of the cross and the gospel and the hope of glory and the, the hope that is at the end of the day is all that matters. Or we're not. Jesus himself said they're either for us or against us. They're either for us or against us. Look at your life. Look at your circle. Look at the folks you run with. Look at the people that's there. And you say, well, Brother Shannon, there's, there's nobody. I mean, it's like, like Brother Shannon, if I, were to, if I were to take that book seriously, if I were to sit there and, and, and really look at what that word says and start applying it, I mean, all these guys would just, I don't know where you're at. This is one of those, preacher, preach it on Thursdays, bring it to them. They need to hear it. You need to protect them to, so that they'll make, they'll make right decisions in life because that's, that's the direction we want them going in. Keep pouring into their lives. I'm just going to sit here and continue to go through my daily, daily, daily routine. Church, there is no daily routine. If you're a Christian... If you're a Christian in this room this morning, God woke you up and he'll wake you up tomorrow for a purpose. And that purpose is not to be benign, but to be influential. To be taking whoever is around you. And, and you know, I, I get it, some of this... I don't know, this could be... You could be a grandpa and you're saying, well, I don't... I, it's just me and my wife. Well, lead her, lead her well. 
This could be you and daddy or you and mama, and you just got, hey, this is, this is the wife or husband, and these are my few kids. Lead them well. You may be in a, you may be in a, I don't know where you're at. I could sit there and go a million different directions. But guys, if we're not careful, here's what it looks like. If we're not careful, this is all too real for most people and in most people's life and in society today this is more like what it looks like like you've got all these people all these folks are pushing us that way that's where society is going that's what the world is doing i mean mean, preacher i don't have nobody we don't we don't sit around and talk about this book during the week we don't we don't sit around and talk about church much you know we just we just kind of don't bother nobody we kind of let people do their thing Yeah, that's that's what everybody does. Now stay quiet. Just let it happen. The jokes are told. The comments, the backbiting, the slandering, the gossip, the infighting. I drew something earlier. I drew this. For many, you know, that's the corporate ladder. That's the societal ladder. That's the, that's the, we got to get ahead. We're not careful to get up this if we're not careful. Compromise after compromise after compromise to reach those goals. To get there because that's what everybody does. That's what everybody else is doing. That's the path everybody else is on. I mean, look, everybody else, it's a dog-eat-dog world. Look, I was in business. I'm a marketing major. I'm a business degree major. I almost got the MBA. I mean, I'm halfway through an MBA. I was working in the real world. I know this life. been many years ago, but I know that life. And they... Just say whatever, do whatever, cut it, cut whatever. And you know, you want to get ahead, don't you? You want to win, don't you? You want to be next up, don't you? You want to, don't you? I didn't write this earlier, but it just comes to mind. I know it's old school and it's so outdated and it was a bracelet. Is it still relevant? Yeah, what would Christ want us doing? Who cares what all of them doing? Who cares if nobody else follows? Who cares if preacher, if I if I do this and if I did what Christ would want me to do, then there'd be nobody. Yes, yes, there would be though. That's the lie that he has. That's the lie that he has people bought into, is that that. Look, you're going to be on your own. You're never going to make it. I mean, you'll be a nobody. Me, me with Jesus is more than the rest. Okay? You with Christ is always a majority. 
You being where Christ wants you to be and the choices that Christ would have you make, who cares what they say? Who cares what they're going? It doesn't matter how fun it is and how awesome it is and how the stories are. Christ is so much better. Go over to Psalm chapter 119. Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Guys, I'm telling you, y'all over there, y'all around this room, every single one of us, and there's that's real life. That's real life that we actually have to go out in on a daily basis. Psalm 119, verse 9. How can a young man keep his way pure? How can a young man keep his way pure, Brother Shannon, when everybody in the, in the world is like, nobody else is doing it. Nobody else is helping me. Nobody else is encouraging me. Nobody else in my, in my group is like, it's hard. How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to your word. With all my heart I have sought you. Do not let me wander from your commandment. Your word I have treasured in my heart that I may not sin against you. I've taken it, Lord. and God, I'm desiring you. I'm hungering for you. I'm seeking you. I'm... God, you tell us to search for you with all our heart and you'll be found. You're telling us to hunger and we can, you'll, you'll be there. Look over, look over, probably have to turn a page or so. Look at 105. 119, 105. Look at what it says. The entire Psalm 119 is a whole bunch. I, I challenged the, the class Thursday morning. I said, look, we're going to memorize Psalm 1. We're going to memorize Psalm 1 together. Church, we have been reading through the Bible. We're reading through it all the time. Wednesday ends reading through James for like 30 days straight. Just reading James after James after James. Saturating ourselves. And as, here's what happens. As we bury the Word of God in our heart, we start thinking, look, I don't need to say that because I don't need to let this restless evil take over. I need to, I need to submit it to the Lord. I need to control it. I look at those around. I don't need to show partiality. I don't need to judge. I mean, there's an example. There's examples after example there in James. We're reading through the Bible together there in Corinthians. We're... We're pouring the word in our hearts. Psalm 119.105 says this. It says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I said earlier, I can't shake this theme. The Lord hasn't released me from this, guys. Your life matters. Choices you're making matters. The, the Word of God is, is, is our guide. It's not people's opinion. They don't want our opinions. They want, it's the Word. You say, well, they may not follow me. It doesn't matter if they follow us. You being obedient, you do you. You just do you. You wake up every single day and say, Lord, here I am. You gave me another day. I don't know why. I don't deserve it. I know me, and I don't deserve it, but you gave it 
to me. And Lord, I want to live for you. I want to serve you, God. I want to, I want to go there. And, and here's the deal. Okay? They got all this influence, but who are we leading? What are we doing? Our life matters right there. You matter. You say, yeah, but I'm just me. You important. You important. Your life matters. We never know who's watching. We never, we never know who is listening. We never know. Which one of those, which one of those, is it that one? I mean, which one of those? Do you know who we know always is? God's watching. God sees your desire. God sees your hunger. God sees your, your heart. He knows this. Go, go over with me. I think it's important to hear this. Look at, look at 2 Timothy. It's important to hear this because, you know, it's like doom and gloom. It's like, Brother Shannon, what am I supposed to do? I mean, here I am. Will these, will these folks ever turn? And it's like they're going to get better eventually. And it's going to get better eventually. Scripture clearly tells us over in 2 Timothy chapter 3, this is what Scripture says. And I think because of what 2 Timothy chapter 3 says, it makes it far more important for what I'm talking about on a morning like this. Beginning in verse 1, it says, But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times are going to come. It will come, Scripture says. It will come. For men will be lovers of self and lovers of money, boastful and arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious, Gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. Look at what it says. Avoid such men as these. You say, Brother Shannon, I... Every time I stick my head up, every time I, I go out and I'm like, Lord, I'm going I'm to live for you. It's like I get made fun of, I get talked about, I get, I get, that's how it is. Biblically, he tells us, he commands us, he commands young Timothy. This was written some 1900 plus years ago. This was literally written to one of his young disciples, Timothy, in the faith. And he's like, look, it's going to get bad, brother. It's going to be hard. But look at, verse, look at verse 12. Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. But evil men and impostors will proceed from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But look at the next verse. You, however. You, however. It don't matter what the army's doing, you, however. It don't matter what everybody in the room's doing, you, however. Continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of, knowing from whom you've learned them, 
and that from childhood you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. Yeah, it may get bad. Yeah, they all may be going this way, but you, however, you, however, continue doing what you know the Word of God has for you to do. Right there where you are, right there in your context, you go be the hands and feet of Christ. You go be the difference maker. You go be the salt. You go be the light. You go be His person right there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but. There's no yeah, buts. The army's going this way, and you're going to walk with Jesus that way. Check your circle. Some folks may need to change circles. Yeah, but Brother Shannon, I'm just going to continue to go through life and just kind of do my thing. That line don't exist. We're either taking them toward Christ or we're taking them away from Christ. We're either, we're either taking them toward Christ or we're jumping on the train with the rest of the world. And who is the prince and the power of this world? It is Satan. It is the evil. It's all that. Tongue. Guard your tongue. Guard your response. Watch it. Watch what you say. Watch how you act. Watch where you go. Do not allow yourself to be a stumbling block that messes those around you up. No, you continue to shine. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to mess up. We're going to wake up and say, Lord God, I want to be used by you today. And God, I want to be your hands and your feet. And Lord, I thank you for this day. And God, as we go out today, lead me. Thy word I've hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. I'm going to hide your word in my heart. And I'm going to let it be a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And you're going to walk in and you're going to see him or her. And he's going to light you up. And it's going to light you up until you die. But you don't have to let that over power you you do not have to let that rule in you guys we mess up we fall flat on our faces go over with me look at first john first john look at first john chapter one look at what scripture says we mess up it's okay i'm not do we sin that grace may abound that's the question you have to ask. You stay in 1 John, I'm going to read Romans 6 to you. You say, well, Brother Shannon, we got Jesus. We can go live ever how we want to. That's not biblical. we got Christ, so we can do. Look, we can go out there, and we can run with the world, and we can have fun, and we can get tore up and messed up and have a blast and come back. Scripture clearly says, what shall we say then? Are we to continue into sin that grace may increase? May it never be. How shall we who have died to sin still live in it? That's not who we are anymore. 1 John chapter 1. 1 John chapter 1 beginning in verse 9. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 
We say that we have not sinned. We make him a liar, and the word is not in us. But if we come to God and say, Lord, I messed up. I made a mistake, God. I know what you desire for me to do. And, Lord, I jumped on the bandwagon. They were all sitting around. And, Lord, that boss came in. And and it was just like the the cool thing to do to laugh at old Joe. And and I just got on that, that, that wagon with the rest of them, Lord. And my jokes was just like theirs. And my tongue was just like theirs. And my heart was just like theirs. And I was going in the same direction as them. Praise God for the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Guys, they're headed headlong into a devil's hell and there's no conviction. We mess up and the Holy Spirit of God convicts the fire out of us and we're driven to repentance. And we have a God who tells us in His Word that if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to cleanse us and forgive us of all unrighteousness. It don't matter how dirty it is. It don't matter how bad it is. We serve a God who will sit there and in His grace And in his mercy, he looks at it and we say, Lord God, please forgive me. I know that's not who I am in Christ. God, forgive me. And that's what Christ sees of it. Guys, your walk matters. What you're doing right now matters. There's an army around you watching. You're either you're either this guy or you're this group. You're either this woman or you're this group. You're either this student or you're this group. And I may have said it earlier. I may have said it earlier, but it just keeps coming to mind. It seems like to get up this, you have to go down this. That's what the world tells you. To make it up, you got to go down with the rest of them. Would you rather be where the world wants to take you or where Christ wants to put you? Would you rather follow the crowd and follow what the, the, the... where the prince and power and ruler of this air is taking you where he has no other desire except to steal, kill, and destroy? Or do you want to go where Christ has you, where he wants you to have life and life more abundantly? Abundant life with Christ versus what this world has to offer is no comparison. Give me Jesus. Guys, Christ is worth it. Christ is worth it. It doesn't matter what they say, Christ is worth it. It doesn't matter how they talk about you, Christ is worth it. He is all satisfying. He is all fulfilling. He is everything you need. No matter what this army, this world, me and you and Christ is always a majority. You being sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit and allowing Him to lead your steps and lead your thoughts. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. Lord, I want to follow you 
I want to hunger after you. I want to do it your way and not the world's way. I want to keep my eyes focused on you. I want to trust in the Lord with all my heart. And I don't want to lean on my own understanding. In all my ways, I want to acknowledge you. And I'm going to let you direct my path. And I promise you where the Lord takes you. is perfect. God saved you for a purpose. And that purpose was to stay in the center of His will for your life. Stay in the center of His will for your life. I want us to pray this morning. I want you to bow your heads. And here's First of all, everybody look up here. Before you, before, you go, before you go prayer mode, look right here. Here's who I want us to pray for. See your circle? See your circle? I want you to pray for every person in your circle. I want you to name them by name. I want you to call them out. Lay your circle at the foot of the cross. Call them by name. Call them by name. Everybody bow your head. Pray for your circle. They're lost. Pray for their salvation. Call them by name. Father God, you hear your sons and your daughters calling out the people that are planted right there next to them. God, this is their life they're praying for. This is their world. These are friends, these are co-workers, these are family members, and God, they are laying them at your feet by name. God, hear their prayers. Hear their intercession. God, I pray for each person in this room. Lord, that you would give them a boldness like never before. God, a passion to run and finish this race that you have laid before them, God. Listen, we're not running somebody else's race. This is our race. We're not on someone else's tracks. These are our tracks, God. Help us finish the race that's set before us. God, I pray around this room that they can keep their eyes on you. God, that they'll hunger for you, that they'll seek you. And God, each and every day that they wake up, Lord, no matter what the day looks like, no matter what the day has in store, God, that they will start it with good morning, Jesus. And from there, God, you take each one of them by the hand. And Lord, you carry them throughout their day. And God, you put us in the paths of the people that you desire us to be in front of. God, you Give us the sensitivity that we need and the words to say, God. You guide our thoughts. 
guide our actions, guide our words. God, so that when we fall back in bed that night, we can say it's been good. It's good, Lord. Thank you for using us. God, messed up here or there, made some mistakes. God, I'm sorry. You were leading me to and I didn't. You opened the door and I didn't step through it. God, it was right there in front of me and I knew every, I knew all along you wanted me to and God, I just shrunk back in fear. God, forgive me. Give me another opportunity tomorrow. God, send us out in your power. Send us out in your strength. God, let us walk in a manner worthy of the name of King Jesus. Let us let us live and be found faithful. Wherever you have us, Lord, whatever our circle looks like, God, help our lives be taking them closer to you. And let us be bold in the journey. And we're going to give you praise for what you do. It's in the powerful, holy, holy name of Jesus we ask. Amen.